0: Hello friends, it's me, your host, Courtney Gettings. And for those of you I haven't met, you might be wondering, who is this girl? Why is she starting a podcast? And why does she think she's qualified to do so? Well, in all reality, it's 2020 and I can. So today's episode, we're really going to be diving into how can you dominate real estate? Now, the five key areas that we're going to talk about are building a savings, researching your broker, and you need to make sure you do those first before you can move on to creating a schedule, marketing yourself like crazy, and making sure you can get your own head out of your ass. Now, if you're wondering who I am, why I'm talking about all of this good stuff, now in 2017, I quit my corporate job, uh, cold turkey. It was... On a whim, but a planned whim, if you will. Um, And I followed these key areas. I didn't really know what I was doing. I didn't have a lot of guidance, and I did a whole buttload of research. So when I was 26 in 2017, um, I had a really great corporate job. A lot of good cushy perks. Um, You know, I was making $75,000 at the time. I had a 10% bonus, health insurance. I think a 401k, all paid for trips. Um, I got to go to trade shows in Las Vegas and Florida and Colorado. And being from upstate New York, that was a big deal. Um, At that job, I was a manager for a customer service team. And probably, gosh, three quarters of my team of, I think we had maybe 16. um, They were all older than I was. One of my employees, she was actually twice my age, she celebrated her 60th birthday shortly after I became her manager and even had 30 years of service. And I distinctly remember how very aware I was that I wasn't even as old as she had been at the company. Um, It was a really great experience. Um, I had been recently married. I worked a ton to get to where I was. I had a really great boss. Um, To this day, he is by far the best boss I've ever had, but it was really time for me. So right now we're at the end of 2020. I have a transaction coordinator. I have an assistant. I have one agent starting underneath me and I have over $13 million in sales. Um, And I've been able to do this all while building a family and that's something that honestly didn't come very easy for us when I decided to quit my corporate job, it was a really big deal. I knew that if I was going to start this new venture in real estate, I couldn't do both. I couldn't work at my current job 55-60 hours a week and also try to build a successful real estate business. So I had made up my mind that I was going to resign from my job with very limited real estate experience and by limited experience, I'm talking my husband and I had purchased our house a few years prior. Um, and I enjoyed the experience. But that was really it. So when I made the decision to resign my from my job, um, I had to do it in a planned, methodical manner. So I didn't tell anyone. I didn't even tell family. I didn't tell, obviously, anyone at work. Um, I really kept it between myself and my husband. So I took my real estate course online. Um, It was really inexpensive. And if you're from the New York area, it was through a company called Real Estate U. And it was, I think, $100. It was so cheap. And I figured, you know what, I'm going to try it. And if I like it, fantastic. If I don't, $100 isn't going to break the bank and we'll see what happens. So I studied and did my classes in the weekends and would do sometimes, you know, during the work week when I got home. Um, We didn't have a family at the time. It was exhausting working nights and weekends and early mornings at my current job. But, you know, I was thinking towards the future. So I you know, was in the process of studying and I was trying to decide, okay, if I'm going to quit my job, I'm going to leave all of the predictability of this stable corporate job. I need to make sure I have a savings. I want to make sure that I am able to focus on what really matters and that's, you know, building my business and making sure I'm, you know, doing all the proper steps so I have a sustainable future rather than stressing about my finances. So, The first step that we're going to talk about today is building your savings. Now, I recommend doing, you know, your research on what are your expenses on a monthly basis. If you were to make nothing for the next couple months, which is very realistic of a reality for a lot of people when they start a new career, um, and I say five to six months. Now, that can take a while. So you need to make sure you're planning on how are you going to build your savings to that comfortable threshold. The more you save, the better you will feel and the more prepared you're going to be. So before I truly resigned, I looked at my finances. I looked back at what can I shave off? What do I need? You know, we had our mortgage, you know, I had a car payment. Um, health insurance, that was huge. My husband's also self-employed. And for us, that meant our household was going to go from two unpredictable, unstable paychecks. And let's be serious. They're not really paychecks. It's really just a matter of when can we get a closing? And he's in the insurance world. So he, uh, he was very familiar with you know, having to grind it out and start from the bottom. So I made sure to um, really look at my finances pre-plan. And when I was going to have my last day, I knew that in the back of my mind, I had five to six months worth of savings. And I can tell you when I started real estate, and I wasn't making a, a dollar for a really long time, um, it was challenging, but But at the same time, I was very grateful that I knew I had a cushion behind me and I kept plugging along and not giving up on what I wanted for my future. Now, the other thing that we have to focus on um, in the beginning is also researching your broker. That is the second key area that you really need to focus on and make sure you're doing your research. The one thing I found is that not everyone needs the same thing. Since being in real estate, I've been with the same broker and to be honest, I don't intend on leaving anytime soon. I'm honestly very happy here. We can talk about you know, the reasons why I enjoy it maybe in another episode, um, but I've really been able to do things on my own, market myself, have my own branding, and I know I'm protected because they're looking out for me. Now, I have had friends that have come into real estate, um, you know, friends of friends rather. And, you know, I think they see the highlight reel that we all see on whether it's social media or just our perceptions of other people and they get into real estate and I've seen them join the same um, broker and the success hasn't been there, um, and it's not for i don't know if it's a lack of trying um but it's been different for them and that's okay. So what I've honestly learned is that you need to do the research for yourself on what do you want in your real estate career? Because what you need is not what I need and what I need is not what you need. You know, do you want someone to you know hand holds everything you're doing do you want someone constantly there or do you want the pride of knowing that if you succeed or if you fail that's on you and for me that's really what I wanted I wanted to fail on my own and I wanted to succeed on my own and I knew I needed to find a broker that was going to give me the support when I needed it and when I needed to raise my hand and say hey I have a question, hey, I'm not sure how to do this, or what would you do in this situation? But for me, I really, you know, talked to a lot of people, studied a lot of brokers, and made sure I did my homework before I committed to one specific broker. Now picture this, you've passed your real estate class, you've passed your state exam, you've successfully selected your broker, and you're officially licensed. Congratulations! Now what do you do? The biggest thing for me when I came into real estate and, you know, to be honest, one of the reasons why I wanted to go in real estate was because I wanted to get away and get out of all of the structure that came along with having a corporate job. I wanted to feel free of just all of the mundane, wake up early, get to the office early, you know sit in meetings, stay at the office late, get home late, have dinner, go to bed, start all over again. I just wanted to get away from all of that. I wanted to feel free. I wanted to wake up late. I wanted to go to bed late. I wanted to wake up in the morning and just not have the stress of everything and honestly have the freedom of having an open calendar unless I put something on that calendar. Now, I honestly also thought when I went in real estate, everything was going to fall into my lap. I thought, hey, I'm going to get my license and bam, I'm going to have all this business. After all, I, I see all these Joe Schmoes online. They're doing it. If they can do it, why can't I? And when I was full time, the first couple months even I think we took a few vacations. We just spent a lot of time, my husband and I, together. I spent more time with family. And I was like, this is great. This is the life I've always wanted. Um, You know, in the background, we were also really, you know, struggling to have a family. Um, I found out we were pregnant and later would miscarry. So I just, it was a lot of change. Um, So the biggest thing I recommend in step three would be to create a schedule even if you don't have the business yet. After all, if you are going to your corporate job in the morning, don't you have a schedule? I mean, even if it's not a hard schedule and your calendar's booked from minute to minute, you have a routine, you have a rhythm. And for me, what I did was I really thought about, okay, how can I look and feel official? How can I look and feel confident enough that other people are going to see that confidence and want to follow along or want to, you know, just talk about real estate. So the biggest things for me were simple, simple things. Once you have your email address, because your broker's given you an official email address, create a signature. I mean, something is so simple. Nobody really told me to do those things, but don't you have them at your corporate job? you know, the other thing is just getting a headshot. Again, something super simple, but hey, if I thought I look the part, you know, people are emailing me, I look halfway there. And other areas too is when you're at, you know, your current job, do you have certain marketing materials? Do you have no cards? Do you have business cards? Do you have letterhead? Do you have, I don't know, just... Any aspect of your current, how can you bring that professionalism into real estate? So creating a schedule, um, you know looking out for trainings for me, the first jeez I don't mm, I don't know a couple months I would say I was in a training program that was you know at least three days a week. Um, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I was in the classroom and I was learning. Regardless of your background, if you're jumping into real estate for the first time, you're going to have a wealth of knowledge and a lot of experience that you can bring into this new career. But if you haven't been in real estate before, it's going to be new. So you really need to divulge and throw yourself into trainings. And honestly, I would recommend being in the office. You can really pick up a lot of cues and lingo and just little tidbits and nuggets of information by being in the office and hearing how seasoned agents talk and how they respond and just kind of their demeanor. Um, I've learned a lot from you know just sitting in the office, even though nobody told me I had to. One of the things that I really liked when I found the broker that I ultimately um, went with and I'm currently with Is that there wasn't, you know, office time. I didn't have to sit at the front desk and have to, you know, put so much time into answering the phone. There was none of that. It was truly an interdependent relationship. So I did the legwork. I studied. I took the class. I, you know, passed my state exam on the first go around. I, you know, selected my broker. And a little bit of a pro tip. I really encourage you to find your broker before you pass your state exam. There's nothing like scrambling and being stressed out of congratulations, you've passed your state exam and now who is the broker that you're going to go with? Someone needs to hold your license and the faster you make that decision, maybe while you're studying for the class, the easier it is. And that's something I had not realized until I had interviewed with different agents at brokerages and someone had given me advice. So, make sure you write that down. My advice to you is find your broker. And then once you have your broker and you're really in the thick of things, you're officially licensed, you need to create yourself a schedule. Um, You know, in the beginning, I remember kind of like twiddling my thumbs and I'm like, okay, well, what do I do? I don't have the business yet. I'm I'm doing all the things. I'm telling people about my new adventure and I don't have the business yet. So what am I going to do? And I remember I set myself the goal of, Well, at least Monday through Friday, I'm going to dedicate five hours a day towards real estate. I mean, five hours, come on, that's like half of the time I would work at my other job. So I can dedicate five hours of doing anything towards real estate. So creating yourself a schedule, don't underestimate the power of having some structure. Um, I think in 2020, a little bit of quarantine life, I think we all were excited to Be at home and have the freedom and the flexibility and literally just getting away from all of you know or a bulk of the structure and here we are how many months later and I think a lot of us are craving even a little bit of structure left. So step three, tidbit three, make sure you have yourself a schedule Um, and the fourth and the fifth thing that I really recommend kind of go hand in hand. It's going to be marketing yourself and really getting your head out of your ass and I say that as nicely as possible. Um, for me, I can be completely honest that when I came in real estate, I definitely had a little bit of an ego. Um, I think I mentioned I was 26 at the time. I was feeling great about myself. I thought, hey, if I can really grow and have a great salary and you know, do all these amazing things at a corporate job, I can sure as heck sell real estate. And I just, I think I had a little bit of chip on my shoulder and the biggest thing is being vulnerable and not being afraid to market yourself. I can distinctly remember how like nervous and slightly terrified I was to create a business page on Facebook. Now, have you seen all the business pages on Facebook or Instagram? Do you think anything of those people that they would be nervous to do those things. But for someone like myself that really cares sometimes too much, um, about others, I just was so nervous what other people were going to think about me. Um, so I think you just really need to just jump into it and run towards things that scare you. Uh, I just think growth is right around the corner. So Getting your head out of your ass, getting over yourself, and just create that darn business page. Because I can tell you, social media was one of those things where I used to sit in trainings and I would talk about Facebook and I would roll my eyes because right before we got married in 2016, I actually got rid of my Facebook. I thought, I'm gonna have a detox of it. I'm on this nonsense too much. I don't really care what other people are doing. Um, You know, so I just, I tried to get away from it. So coming in real estate and then, you know, a lot of people at my office were talking about social media and the power of social media. I'm like, shoot, you know what? I'm gonna give it a try. And I can honestly say I'm very grateful that I was a nice person in my youth, um, high school, college, because I've stayed local and the biggest, most powerful asset of my marketing today has been social media. Um, I've been able to not only stay connected with people longer, but just by creating that business page, it's just people... You know, even if they don't like something, I really noticed the power of, you know, when I would see someone in person, they would comment about something I posted. And like I said, you you cannot be afraid to market yourself and to showcase and to be proud of this new adventure because you're going to kick butt. So I'm confident you're going to dominate in real estate I think, you know, you really just got to do a lot of your research. You need to build your savings in advance. You want to be able to enjoy this new chapter in life, especially if you're full-time and you're going to give it your all. I personally think it's very challenging to do two things, you know, to have two dual careers. Um, So build your savings. Be able to relax and enjoy those first couple weeks and months when you're grinding it out and you're stressed because you don't have business yet. Or you're excited but also crap in your pants because you have your first deal and you have no idea what to do. Um, make sure you're at the right broker. You got to make sure you have you know, the support that you need based on your specific goals. So take the time to figure out what do you want to make out of your real estate career. Make sure you create your schedule once you've started. You need structure. Although, you know, we all try to run away from structure. I will be the first to admit I wanted to run from all structure. I didn't want to have a calendar. I didn't want all these things, but you know what? I thrive on a little bit of structure and I think you will too. And don't forget to get over yourself. Get over your ego. I know how important you think you are and I'm confident You are really that important, but the sooner you can get out of your own way, the sooner you will dominate in real estate.